G'day guys, welcome back to the podcast. If you're enjoying the content, you're enjoying everything that is the Inner City Hermit, make sure you go over to iTunes, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, subscribe there, um, you know you know what it is, I don't even have to tell you, just go subscribe, you get updated all the time. The other thing is, if you like seeing my face all the time, go over to Instagram and Facebook, at Inner City Hermit, uh, you can keep up to date there, I've been posting, I'm really into my, my memes lately, so get around the memes, share some stuff, give, give some support. Um... Yeah, there you go. That's I'm getting quicker and quicker at that. How good. My guest today is an absolute fucking local music legend. I sat down with Jay Collins, aka Mr. Tins and Gigs. Um, this bloke is I've actually never met him. This is the first sort of time I've actually chatted to him and we clicked immediately. It was definitely like a stepbrothers sort of situation where we were like do we just become best friends? Um, but um, Tins of Gigs is just one of the be- It's It's honestly so underrated how awesome it is. It needs more followers. It's just shedding light on local music and um, interviewing bands. And, and Jake is... Man, I, I can't even say a bad word about the bloke after chatting to him. He's the nicest dude. His heart's in the right place. He's exactly the type of um, you know person I want to have on the podcast. And and it was awesome. We chatted music. We chatted social media. We chatted about everything. And, and I had an absolute blast. I can't wait to do another one with him in person. But uh, without further ado, you know what it is. Inner City Hermit with Jake Collins, aka Mr. Tins and Gigs. Get ready for this one. G'day guys, welcome back to another episode, another episode of the Inner City Hermit. I am very lucky today, I have, I feel like we've been talking to for five minutes mate and I feel like we're long lost brothers. I have <laughs> Jay Collins, Mr. Tins and Gigs, how are you brother? Oh, so bloody good, um, even better be joining you with a tinny over the, over the Wi-Fi waves, I guess. I yeah, cyber, waves, but... cyber airways, our Zoom airways, whatever the fuck it is. Mate, firstly, before we even start anything, yeah. your fucking background is iconic. We've just spoken yeah. about it, but I have, I have to bring it back on the podcast. Can you Can you just yeah, like, move left and right and show us what we're working with there? Because your setup is phenomenal, brother. So I... this is a little bar. That is a print from California, that photograph of all them bull terriers there and the bulldog that's from like 1993 got that out of the shop just got like classic old stubby coolers oh dude are they the ones with like the styrofoam in in it oh bro i love it man my personal fave oh fuck yes (laughs) mate that's old school yeah mate i love i love those old like fat as fuck stubby coolers like there's something like oh. i don't know there's something sort of like nostalgic about them because my old man used to drink out of them and so yeah, like I you get the real thin it. ones yeah man i fucking love it my old man's got like this old old school like 4x one and mate it's it makes me i literally can't fit into my hand because the fucking thing's so big but it's so yeah. fucking iconic to drink out of it i love it man nah but um, um yeah yeah Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I was gonna say before we even start talking about beers, I probably should uh, actually talk about you know why I got you on the uh, podcast. We could probably talk for for days about beers and stuff, but I'll let you sort of get started. So, um, for those of you who don't know, Jake runs. I would say your your brand, Tins and Gigs, 
does not get as much recognition as it should. It's fucking the most unreal, like, local music uh, Instagram account that I've ever found. Yeah, man, I fucking love what you do. So, can you sort of explain what Tins and Gigs is about so I don't butcher it? Because I fucking love it, but I want to hear it from you. (laughs) You're going to make me blush, man. Um, (laughs) Do you want me, like... Do you want me to start sort of from the start-ish or just like... Yeah, bro, let's, I want to hear it all, man. We've got we've got a fucking whole hour, man. You take your time. Mad. All right, <laughs> well, so the way, I guess, the name itself first come about was just a bit of a fuck around, like, in a Facebook group with mates and that. Um, we called it Blueberry Tins because we always have this fight about, um, like, Tui's New and 4X Bitters, you know. We call yeah. the 4X Bitters <laughs> Blood Blisters and the other one's Blueberries. So, yeah, up, up. So, um, I got you covered, brother. I got the Maroons edition too. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it started out. So it was just a, like a shitty little group chat about hitting up festivals together with mates. Um, it was called Blueberry Tins and Indie Gigs or something. Like that yeah. was just the group chat name. And, yeah, that's all it was about. It was just like we just – a festival would drop. We'd post it in there, see who's keen, you know, start organising that. It was just like a, an area for us to organise um, getting together and getting on it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that sort of, I don't know, one of our mums just said it jokingly. was like, fuck, is it be laughing if you could get paid to go to festivals? And then, like, I just sort of started, like, a little brain worm got in me and I was just like, hmm, that sounds pretty fucking good. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, fucking oath. So, like, so two years down the track now, which is fucking crazy. Um, I can't believe we've been gone for two years. Can't say we've made any money yet, but we've definitely had a whole lot of fucking fun. Um, Yeah, so it's been really cool. So it just sort of started out as fucking nothing, really. Like it, it, yeah. Just I sort of just decided to have a go. I thought, fuck it, you know. Oh man, I Um, I love that, eh? Especially if you're with your mates doing it too. Like you, you just it's. I think that the the thing about like tins and gigs that I love too is it's like I feel like it's just such a such a mates thing. Like when I sort of see Tins and I even the way you structure sort of are uh, like I don't know if we're if, whether you consider them like podcasts or interviews, but they just seem like really very mate orientated, you know. And that's what I love yeah. about it. it. You kind of see the bands that you sort of interview, and everything is very like there's a lot of mateship and camaraderie about it, which is fucking so good. Like I I I think that's something that for you guys you do so well is like yeah everything like even the way sort of you treat bands is like your mates and i think that makes people feel so comfortable so like you know hearing some of your interviews like bands are just so cool with it which i think you know you guys are killing it like you're creating waves that's why i i want you guys to fucking get a massive following because what you're doing is is fucking unreal dude it would be good and like it's so i'm I'm so glad you said that actually because that's sort of the whole i guess i don't know vision or whatever word you want to put to it but like that's sort of how i do try to do it is i call it um like a comfortable level of awkwardness when i'm yeah, in definitely. there for the interviews like yeah and um you know it's always it's just however they're comfortable and i just walk in they're like do we need to sit here do you want to do that do that i just tell them i just say do whatever you're comfortable doing um it's about you let's let's just kick it let's hang let's just talk and um I think that really helps like coming from, like you said, like that sort of mateship camaraderie. Like it's more like just going to hang out. It's like, you know, um, I don't care about any fucking hot scoops or like, or, like um, any drama or controversy or that sort of shit. Like I just want to meet all these 
great people having a go and that's that's basically what it is and that's like all the bands i've talked to like i just see them as um you know these people really honing in their own craft doing what they love and like what it comes down to is they're, they're having a fucking go and like anyone yeah. having a go at, at whatever it is they like is just fucking sick so yeah. yeah man i fucking i really i really like um sort of resonate with that even like with kind of what i'm doing with this is it's like the whole sort of you're like such a good platform for up and coming bands to sort of because i mean it's all well and good to him appreciate the music and everything but i think where you really enjoy the music is where you sort of find like an emotional connection with the band like if Absolutely. you understand them if you understand them on a human level like you know you know, oh yeah, I know this guy. I heard this interview with him. I feel like I know him kind of, so I, I feel more invested in his music. Like, um, yeah. you know, I was talking to Connor from from Bugs in a previous podcast, and you I know, that, they've, yeah. yeah, they've sort of engineered them such a positive, um, such sort of like a, a positive fan base because they're just nice guys, and they come across on like social media as just really nice guys, and that makes yeah. you want to listen to them more. And you giving people a platform for that is is so awesome. Like I really, I kind of like, I, and I'm not just saying this because we're recording. I genuinely think yeah. it's fucking awesome. So yeah, like I love that. that and the whole idea of a tin wag is fucking unreal. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was actually so. Um, I don't know if he remembers this, but Billy from Hockey Dad actually came up with that term first. So oh really? We we were hanging out. Yeah. So that was my first ever tin wag was with Hockey Dad. So that is huge was, um, too. To have yeah. like them as one of your first mate. That's fucking brilliant. It was dead set the first. I had no idea what I was doing. They weren't even aware of it. So I sort of, and this is how a lot of like probably the first 10 or so happened is I just like jot a few questions down or something, go to the gig or wherever they're playing and just hit them up after. I'd be like, hey, my name's Jake. Um, I'm doing this thing. Wondering if you just want to sit down and have a quick chat or whatever. And like, uh, everyone's always stoked so and they were no different so that was the first ever one and i think that like definitely helped with a lot of confidence in getting started and stuff like that um so yeah so they, they were they were more than warming it was at sonic sherpa in brisbane which is a fucking yeah. like a dope record store yeah. and um they were doing a record store tour so like they were in a van just going and playing a heap of free shows at record stores and that and yeah just went and saw the show hit them up afterwards and they're like yeah let's do it right now and we literally just sat there and cracked the tinny on the steps at the record store oh, yes. and, and and that's where we shot it. it was completely off the bat they were so keen and um yeah we're having a tinny we're just talking about chin wags talking about the name of it and yeah and billy just said like tin wags that would be fucking sick and we just kept it like that ever since man that's it's so awesome to come from like someone like a band from hockey dad to sort of just be like yeah dude let's do this like did you did you sort of have any like sort of pre-existing ambition to interview like you know a lot of bands or was that sort of that spark that you were like holy fuck like i should do this more often like how did it sort of work out like that yeah so like so originally i actually wanted to talk more to record store owners and like production crew and um even secchies and bar stuff like and I still plan to, but yeah, it's just, it's become mainly band orientated, which like I'm stoked with, but yeah, yeah. Uh, what I want to get to eventually is shedding light on different aspects of the industry and surrounding industries. Cause it's hard to pigeonhole like the music industry is one thing because like inside that heavily tied is, uh, you know, like breweries and stuff like that. Like 
all that sort of thing, hence tins and gigs. And then, yeah, and then, um, yeah, so I really want to shed light on some aspects of uh, people deeply embedded in the scene that have never or don't get much credit or anything, any light shown on them. Like, I want to try yeah. shine the light on the areas that, yeah, people don't know a lot about. Yeah, man, because so much, so much work, and I've only recently sort of after, it wasn't actually until like sort of I started digging into it more, but like how many people are actually behind the scenes that are so sort of important in the whole process, yet the recognition is is sort of, I'm not saying it's not there, like if you appreciate the art, it's obviously going to be there, but for those yep. people who sort of don't really understand music, but love music, which is majority, a lot of people love music, but don't like i'm one of them man i don't fucking know the next thing about sort of playing an instrument but i love music yeah and getting getting an appreciation for the production side of things like it's it's wild man it's it's so much effort and work and sort of piecing it together like hearing that is is so fucking valuable for people too they have a better appreciation for it too yeah it's cool like like even like venue owners like just just bookers and stuff like that even the people on the door like it's so crazy just how many cogs are in this beautiful machine, you know? And um, of course, like fans, they go to the festivals and they're like, they're just like in awe at their favorite band on stage. And that's sort of what it's all about. But it's like, yeah, it's just so cool how many like interconnecting things and like what experiences led them there and just like how it all actually comes about to be, you know, this band performing on a show, you know, like someone's, yeah, got to organize the audio, the this, the that, the that, 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 just like everything, you know. And yeah. um, that's yeah, really cool. Oh, bro, I, I love it, man. I love it. Um, you also, so so you've obviously got the video sort of side of things, the interviews, but you actually run you run a, a blog as well, eh? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we do just just touch base on different things. So uh, it's fallen mainly into beer reviews lately, which we just call which beer I love, reviews, which yeah. is the best. Brew yeah. review once again, mate. I don't know how the fuck you're coming up with these things, but they're so fucking good. <laughs> Tins Boy, I and love gigs, English in tin wags. Oh, bro, so good. I think like I love English in school and like even different things like alliterations and just like different words on play. And then even like earlier when I was younger, like I was heaps into rap, and I always just found um, I I just love intricate lyrics, you know, or uh, double on tundras can't even say the word but like <laughs> like yeah it's yeah. like a, a double meaning and stuff and um yeah like it's just it's just really cool like words are cool and um yeah so like with the brew reviews tin wags like all that stuff and tune reviews and like yeah fuck i've got where i was going with this um <laughs> I should have mentioned. So um, I honestly, I, yeah. I had it in my head, and I started thinking about <laughs> English lessons at school, and then I started thinking about how much I actually loved English and forgot what I was fucking tying that into. But, oh, it was um, you're you're talking about we were talking about the word how like your names for things are like brilliant, but we we're talking about the brew reviews, sort of like the blog sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, I'll just tie back into that. So yeah, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a running blog at the moment. It's cool. I've got one of my friends, Sharpie, um, starting to write and contribute with this, which is really cool. Yeah. Also takes a bit of weight off my shoulders. Um, For sure, Because man. I'd love to be reviewing like 24-7 or like, you know, you'd, you'd love to be involved the whole time, but that downtime is really important. Um, yeah, for sure. Man. I'm a, 
I'm a fairly highly strung character to begin with, you know, in amongst work and this and that and that and that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, re- it's really cool having that blog aspect there to still have content flowing through for people that are interested in between times where I can't get to an interview or stuff like that. And especially, you know, during this pandemic, it's... Oh, um, man. People are just vacuums for content right now. So, like, if you have a big back catalog, like, that's the benefit of it, man. If someone discovers you and they like, they might hear one thing, like, they might hear one interview, but if you've got a back catalog of everything, bro, like, that's that's how you hook people, that, that's how you hook them in, eh? Like, just yeah. having that constant content. I hope I hope someone gets caught in, like, a little, like, Tins and Gigs video hole on Facebook or something. Oh, That'd be bro. pretty cool. <laughs> that was legit me last night. <laughs> I literally was like, I was literally like, oh, like it wasn't even a prep. Like I knew, I pretty much knew, like I knew exactly, like I followed you for long enough that I knew exactly what I was going to talk about. Which is so sick. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I was like, oh fuck. Like I'm just going to go through and have a look at like all the old, old interviews that you've done and everything like that. And what, do you have one interview where you sort of did the interview and you're like, holy fuck. Like, I love this. Like, this is amazing. Was oh. it the first one or was there a sort is it like choosing your favorite kid? No, it's not at all. Like they're like oh, I, really? could, I could basically remember individual ones. Um Fuck yeah. for a long while. So this is dead set. For probably the first year, I borderline felt unworthy to be what I was doing. Like I was it's only sort of the last few months I've started being confident and just thinking, you know, I think mum told me or something. She was just like she was like, just keep just keep going, just fucking over. Yeah. And I was just like, Yeah, mum. I will, and um, that's it. It's literally, eh? yeah, it. probably the probably the last three or four months is when I've become really confident with it. The whole, like the whole rest, like the over a year, I was wondering what the fuck am I doing? Am I wasting all these people's time? You know, like, uh, yeah, it was just, it was just, um, it was an uphill battle for a while, just just in myself, you know. Um, but yeah, after seeing how much the bands appreciate it, you know, people like you coming in who are like, yo, I've been following you on my personal Instagram and like, yeah, man. it's just fucking, it's just fucking crazy. Um, the people you meet and that's actually what's really made me stick with it is I, is I love meeting all these people and, um, just hearing about their different walks in life, different experiences and stuff. Like, dude, it is, it is so wild that I have not come in contact with you before. We're literally fucking the same person, bro. hundred <laughs> percent. I was literally listening to you talk just then. And I was literally thinking about even down to like the whole not feeling worthy, man. When I started this podcast, I would interview people and fair play. Like I was interviewing like my mates and stuff, but if I had like, like man, that whole interview with Connor and like even sort of other people as well, like, I just felt like you felt like you shouldn't have been there. Like you're like, why, why would someone sort of want to take their time to sort of talk to me? But I think just that, like, I think in that itself, it shows how much you, like you, you just judging it from like, you know what you're saying, but we seem to be very simple. Like if you, if you care that much, as in, if you care what they think that much, it obviously means that you in like, you're really into what you're doing. And I think that's where you sort of find your feet. Like you find your feet after a while of like, hey, like I'm getting better at this. Like I'm getting good at this. Like I am sort of in what your mom said, like I'm going to own it. Like that, my girlfriend says it to me all the time. She's like, do not give up. Don't fucking stop because- Not an option. It's just simply not an option. Yeah. And then like what what you come to find is that like a lot of the bands and people we're talking about have that same attitude, you know, and that's why they are where they are. That's why they are doing what they're doing is because like, 
like giving up is just it's just not a fucking option you know yeah man um, and we're all creatives at the end of the day we're all even though yes. we're doing different genres we're all creating something that we want for other people like whether it's 100%. a podcast music uh, a, a twitch stream we're all creating something for other people so i think they can definitely resonate with sort of people like you and me because yeah we're essentially doing similar things just in a different method you know and hopefully like i sort of hope people see like even like see an interview you know where i am being a bit awkward and like fuck up people words or like you see me visibly embarrassed or something like i hope people watch that and it sort of gives them confidence or something like that um yeah I love i'll just that, say man. i'll just say quickly earlier like when you're when i was talking about how like i i tried to do it on uh like a real in like personal level where it's a relatable level so it feels like you're hanging out with them through me sort of thing and um that's actually how i feel like that's the vibes i get from you like it felt yeah, so, right, just yeah. like we were mates as soon as as soon as we connected up i was just like hey hey and then yeah so yeah man you know, i just wanted cool. to say you're very comfortable to to talk to oh and, thanks bro yeah. I, I appreciate that massively man because like the thing that i love about it is you know, you can, and it's sort of stemmed from seeing interviews in the past. Like, I fucking hate the idea of somebody being like, hey, I'm going to interview. These are the three questions. You have 15 seconds to answer each question because I only have a minute with you. Like, what the yeah. fuck do you get out of that, man? If, if someone's comfortable and, you know, is willing to sit down and they've got time to think and explain themselves, it's amazing what you yeah. get out of them, man. Like, you get conversations like this. You get, for example, two people who have never met who can see exact values in each other and like all of a sudden like bang, you've got like a really good flowing conversation that has no restrictions, has no like, oh, fuck, I need to be here or, oh, mate, I only got one more question. No, it's it's the best, man. And I think now that podcasting and and that this sort of interview sort of style is taking off, bands are way more willing. And and I mean, this is subjective to me, but bands seem way more willing to be a part of that sort of interview because they can go hey we can be ourselves no one's gonna judge us it's that's like, right i don't give a f- i don't give a fuck what people do on my podcast man as long as they're having a good time <laughs> you know like and grabs, maybe grabs they're not the like <laughs> yeah <laughs> legit man uh, it, yeah like uh, like whatever man what, whatever as long as they don't get fucking pulled off youtube i don't give a fuck so yeah i i, I love that that style so and it's really cool that suited like even down to just sort of having that being able to resonate with someone like yourself is so good and it's it's motivating for me like i feed off that shit as well hearing you do like things that you loved i'm just like fuck yeah man that's what i want to hear like who the fuck wants to hear someone that's like yeah man i gave up that and like fuck that i want people to keep going man it's it's the best yeah and i feel like stuff like this like you said like people like ricochet off each other and it's almost like I guess that's why, like I was talking earlier about how many cogs are in the beautiful machine, you know, and it's because we all work together because we feel that sort of stuff. We ricochet off that sort of stuff, you know, so like where you're feeling, you know, um, like motivated to keep going by watching other stuff. That's exactly, that's exactly it. You know, like I'm feeling motivated just in this very moment from doing this, you know, it's just like, there's already stuff going off in my head, like about, I know future plans and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's very man. cool. And that's, and you're right. Like the people you surround yourself with has a lot to do with that. So if you're around them, them down a sort of people, everyone has down days, you know, not, not kicking anyone for being down. It happens to everyone. But um, 
there's a, there comes a point like if you realize you're around a lot of them type of people you will notice it affecting you negatively and that's not something we want so when there are people resonating with each other as we are you know like i feel like we're the type of people we need to be surrounding ourselves with if that makes yeah, sense man, like it, for sure yeah that's dude and that's the best thing about it man uh, the thing that i've sort of discovered in the whole sort of podcasting realm is like there's so many people that to link up with like you know, there's you and like, dude, 100% straight after this podcast, man, I'm putting you onto my mate Darcy who runs Bloody Brand Beers. Yeah. Right? Like literally, man, you need to do a podcast with him. Like I'll li- I'm literally so tempted to pick up my phone and be like, dude, Wind you have up. to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, bro, because it, like he will fuck, like it's, and it's bu- jumping off each other. Like, you know, like, hey, yeah. you jump on my podcast, I'll jump on yours and you end up with this just community of creators and like I had these two two blokes, right, from – I mention them all the time because I fucking love them. I think they're the funniest blokes. Big shitty life podcast. They, like, yep. called me out as, like, a joke. Like, I knew it was a joke. Like, they were, like, talking shit. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's start some beef. Come on my podcast. Bro, these guys were the funniest dudes. And I was like, <laughs> as soon as the podcast ended, I was like, guys, don't stop creating shit because you are fucking funny. And yep. it just builds, like, a network. Like, and to have, like, a, a network in Brisbane, like – that's what you need, man. That it just bounces off each other. It like, yes. oh shit, like he's got a new episode. Fuck, let's get creating. I want, I want to get my shit out there too. Oh, hey, Brizzy, I'm glad you mentioned Brizzy. It has such a fucking good scene. Like, oh man, I'm sick of hearing everyone like. Yeah, I'm sick of hearing like everyone like, oh Sydney, Melbourne. I'm like, fuck you, man. You don't understand Brisbane. what goes on in Brisbane, dude. Like that's it's one fucking... of the whole reasons. Yeah, that's one of the whole reasons I started this. I was like, fucking, yeah. I, I want to get this. I, I want people to see. The cool shit that happens. I don't want to see people like, oh, fuck Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. That's where it's at. It's like, no, dude. We have, like, what? you look at bands, Violent Soho, Brisbane. They just Junis, come on the radio. Brisbane. I don't know if you can hear it through there. But yeah, Bro, so I heard it, yeah. just come on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, see, see, do you reckon they're legit fucking playing, like, uh, what's their fucking song? Uh, I can't remember what song they're playing. I saw um, James's post just before. Do you reckon they're actually going to play it at Suncorp? Oh, oh, like that little radio thing they're doing. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's Something apparently it's at 11. There. Oh, man. Well, oh, I just yeah. I just checked out. Like, I it didn't came read up the on my news feed. Yeah, I, I didn't read it, so I don't want to really get distracted by it. But, bro, fucking just putting it out there right now, I think James is the greatest thing to happen to music in Brisbane from so Bro, he's the man. And he's the man. Just quickly, that, like, this favorite, <laughs> this favorite stubby girl, I actually reckon, like, that's, James, just fucking oath, man. Just add, add hair to him, just, and he's good. Just laughing, yeah, yeah. It's fucking, yeah. No, you're, man, you're spot I, on. Like, yeah, he does. He he just gets it. Like he he just fucking gets it. He's just he's a music loving dude, and um, yeah. I that attitude I feel is what um. How do I put this? Like, he's a true he's a true music fan, and. I feel like the attitude he has towards music is so fucking good. So he said somewhere, I can't remember what it was on. Oh, it was on, I missed it. It was on um, uh, the project on TV. And, you know, he, he sort of said, if you like a band's music, go and buy it. Like that's, that's yeah. what it's about. And I feel like almost, you know, that give an inch, take a mile. I feel like a lot of people fucking take a mile these days. Oh, and definitely, man. It's so that like influencer every, syndrome, and, man. Influencer oh, syndrome. They feel like, yeah, oh, I yes. have, I have leverage. I should be getting this for free. It's like, no, dude, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, yeah. it's like um it's in one of the junies one of junies new songs um it says i'll just have a quick squeeze on my phone um yeah did they, dr- like, did they oh, drop a brand new one it says um i'm not sure like off their recent album their most recent oh, yeah. album it um damn i just had it it's like like all they ever want is a little bit more all they ever want and like it almost feels like sometimes fans are like that where they like you know a festival gets announced and everyone just bags out that it's not a good lineup or something like that like that isn't what it's about like there was months and months and months of like these people taking a mile and like like whatever if you don't like the bands on there don't fucking go like you don't need to slam this festival these organizers and it happens across the board where like yeah, it seems like the new thing is to just shame festivals for their lineups, which just seems like oh, such a man. bogus it's, thing to me. It, like, it shits me up the wall, eh? Like, and it down, it comes down to like, and like it's that I don't know what it is about, and it, it's it's a very sort of immature look at things, but it's it's as if people like they need to be against the grain. Like you know, you'll see Splendor come out, yeah, and you're like fuck yeah, for me, dude, and you'd be exactly the same. The bands we listen to, they're always at Aussie festivals, so. Regardless of the festival, I don't care what the fuck it is. There's always going to be a good lineup for me. Like, yeah, the one, last yeah. Splendor I went to, dude, it was like a triple threat of like Hockey Dad, Junies, then I Boom. think it was Soho. Like, yeah, that's that's my. I would pay the whole Splendor money to the go see Trinity. those three bands, <laughs> bro. That's it, and it was all one after each other. So, firstly, I was like, fuck, how am I going to stay blind for all three of these? But <laughs> the second thing, I was, it was like euphoria, but. There's always someone that hears all the hype about a festival and then goes, oh man, like, nah, it's shit. It was better last year. It's like, no, fuck, dude, it's don't say that. always better last year, eh? Like, that's I'm what just they like, say. <laughs> I'm just like, don't say that because you want to be different or you want to be the black sheep and like, be like, oh, well, oh, why do you think that? Like, dude, I, do, I hate that negative sort of shit because... And that was one thing that I was just like, I was getting to a point where I was just like, I'm over this. Like, it would literally yeah. be like my Facebook feed. Someone would say that, I'd be like, fuck just you, whinging. gone. Yeah, yeah, bro, just whinging, People need man. to form, people need to form their own opinion. And I think that's what it yeah. ties into is like, it's almost like they become part of the herd by trying to be the black sheep. Like trying to be the black sheep has sort of become the new new norm. You know what I yeah, mean? Like man. it's always yeah. like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm uncool. No, I'm way uncooler than you. It's like, well, I still wear flip flops. I don't know. Like, it's like it's almost like a competition. But if yeah, the majority, if the majority is doing that, you're no longer unique. You know, fucking. No, and it's just you need tiring. to form your own opinions. People, yeah. people. I think people struggle to form their own opinions these days. Like, because it is. It's so much easier to have shit fucking thought out for you. You know, if you're just like we're following directions or something, you you get by yeah. fine. You probably wouldn't enjoy anything or be sad about anything, but you would get by and like yeah i feel like a lot of people just just piggyback other people's opinions these days oh trying sure. trying to be that black sheep but then it like finds that it brings them into that solidarity you know they want to be like that i don't know it's it's weird yeah um, well it's funny it's funny like that and that happens for a lot of things just in people doing anything like you, you look at yeah. like dude 25 year old bloke me starting a podcast do you know how much shit I copped for the first 10 episodes. Then all, <laughs> yep. the, all of a sudden, I man, you get to episode, episode 40 and 50, you start getting some better guests and all of a sudden someone's like, oh, man, I might start a podcast. And I was like, fuck, don't 
do that, you motherfucker. Like, do it, <laughs> go for it. But I'm like, don't tell me now that you've yeah. changed. Like, after you bag, like, after he bagged yeah. you bagged, yeah. After you, like, make me eat dicks for, like, I don't really particularly care. <laughs> but I'm also like, man, it just looks bad on you, dude. Like, yeah, and you eat I dicks think, for fun yeah. anyway, so it wouldn't matter. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's that, I guess it's that oversaturation of people's opinions. And I guess because people are sitting out there looking at phones 24 7, like, they, they're getting all their values from others. Whereas, like, you know, people like you and me, we're editing our own shit. So everything that we see is all us. Yeah. Like, the amount of times I'll look at Instagram and I'll be like, Instagram for me now is not a pleasure thing. I don't sit there like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this next week. It's like, you know, it, it's about sort of analyzing stuff now. It's like, yeah. you know, how can I use this to sort of help my, help like my brand grow or something like that. So it's, it's like, more of a drag, honestly, like going on Facebook oh, and that. Like, man. It's, I actually, I put like a joke post up the other day. Do you remember Dolan comics? Like way back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Dolan Plus. But like, I don't know. It was just so funny. Like when Facebook started out, it was this scene where you'd like go on when you're like 13 or 14 and like you'd be chatting to this like girl you like from school or something. Like yeah. there was a couple of statuses. No, they were all just, yes, definitely Farmville. <laughs> they were all just like like for likes and like stuff like that. Yeah. And that's sort of what it was. And that was like, we were spending a lot of time on it, but it was just like a very face-to-face thing, you know? There were no ads. There were no, like, algorithms to yeah, my It was sort of very like, innocent. Not, not, it was really innocent It was. Fun. It was a lot yeah. more innocent than it is now. And, like, but yeah, you, you're definitely spot on there with, like, stuff like social media has definitely fucking is directly linked to people not being able to form their own opinions anymore, short attention spans, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, and it's and yeah, and it's, it's really it's just yeah. easy because like a festival, like you know, and because it's all there, it's all ready to go on social media. So like they'll share that lineup. So easy for everyone to share it then, and like one person shares it, says that they don't like, but and it's just it's just so easy these days for stuff to cascade yeah. like that. And I think the fact that social media it, it's a positive in that it gives everyone a voice, but it's a negative too that it gives everyone a voice. Like because you will have people oh, who so realistically shouldn't. I'm not saying shouldn't have a voice, but they sh- their their opinions are so like I guess self centered. Like oh, I need to like I said, I need to hate this. Like I need to be that person that's so negative on anything, so I get attention and people ask me like oh, why do you think that? Like so you know it, it's yeah it, it's one of those things where and then all of a sudden it sort of becomes gospel. Like people are like oh, this person said this, so. Like, I sort of, I don't know, I have this, like, ongoing sort of thing where I like, do you know Isaac Butterfield at all? No, can't say anything. Uh, he's, he's like, this edgy sort of comedian, but he he gets a lot of his, like, and I like the bloke. He's, he's a fucking funny dude, but he gets a lot of his following by making people angry. Like, he has this big thing against yep. cyclists. Like, I don't okay. particularly love cycling either. Like, yeah, it's whatever. They, they get in my way, but at the end of the day... They're doing what they love. It's not affecting me. Who the fuck cares? But That's right. he started these like this hatred against them. But people love that because they're feeding. They're like feed. Like I just picture them like Java the Hutt just sitting there with like hate. Just like, oh, yes. Give me all it this is. hate. You, you know? Yeah. And it's just like it's it's all well and good. It's easy for people to watch things that they hate so they can hate on it. But for them to find something that they enjoy is so difficult for people nowadays yes. for some stupid reason. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. And on top of all that, like what's really difficult and why there's so many people like this is people, it's not that they, I don't think it's that they struggle to relate to other people. 
it's that they blatantly don't fucking want to or like they don't care yeah. or something and that's what it is so it's way easier to hang shit on that cyclist being a cyclist why do you hate him because he's a cyclist you know like they they have no like, real okay. opinion no real theory yeah. or anything. you're like has he hurt it's you emotionally or all, all the or? other blokes at work you know talk shit about cyclists oh i'm gonna yeah, too, yeah. You know? and that's so easy so easy to hang shit on people like that's and that's why people i guess people take the easier out too often and then what's the hard part is relating to that cyclist thinking wow i wonder why that dude likes riding bikes i wonder if he has a car like yeah. does he what does he do it for fun does he do it for fitness is it is he fucking i don't know does he have to do it for some reason or yeah, yeah exactly, i think man. people just can't be bothered or they don't want to try and relate to another person. So it's, it's just much yeah. easier to say what they don't like. Yeah, and I think too, the fact that it's online as well, it allows people who, and like, I I'm, I know it people seems warriors. like we're sort of, yeah, <laughs> I know it seems like we're kind of whinging and like, I'm not really, it's, it's a whinge to, because I want, I want that to change. That's something that I an really outside want to observation. I'd call it. Yeah, that's <laughs> an outside. I, I don't particularly care. Like, if you want to sit behind your computer and be a Karen and argue in the comments section of some fucking Curia Mal post, then go for it. Whatever. But yeah, it's just so like you just think about how much energy these people are putting into the hate. You're just like, hey man, like instead of sitting at your keyboard, just fucking you know replying back for the 50th time to Derek who you don't even know who lives in a different <laughs> state because his opinion's different to yours and like, he doesn't care not, <laughs> yeah and he doesn't dude I know so many people who literally are just like you know yeah I'm just gonna jump in the comment section like just for fuck around and start, try and trigger some people and I'm like yeah. you can do that now because all you'd have to do is find something someone with like such a, a different opinion to your own and be like so I disagree with you and then it's just like fucking bang like you know what I mean yeah yeah people have a hard time I guess oh yeah I guess I could be guilty of this in the past like um yeah people have a hard time with other people disagreeing with them and yeah over time over time like I've I've definitely learned especially doing this type of stuff you know you can't have that attitude and yeah you know you just need to it's a fact people will disagree with you get over it basically oh, or bro, do what 100%. you need to do to cope with it but like people are going to disagree with a lot of the things you do and that's fine because yeah you don't have to agree that's that's the that's the fact of it and then it's hard to think when you're in that moment when someone's disagreeing with something and it's usually why we get so emotionally affected i guess is because it's usually something we're so passionate over so where we've got this real passion for something, someone comes in and just blatantly poo-poos it or something, you know, we're a bit personally offended when it wasn't a personal attack at all. That person just, like I said before, they might not want to understand that and they don't have to. Like, that's that's cool. Like, But, yeah, it's hard to not take personally people disagreeing with you, but, yeah, it's just a real fact of, yeah. of life. Definitely, man. And like, once again, I'm exactly the same as you. I was definitely one of those people back in the day when I was like a, you know, between the ages of 18, 21, trying to be cool. You're trying to establish your own identity. You care a lot about what people think. So you do want to be that like, oh, fuck that guy. Like, I can't believe that guy's doing that or whatever. Whereas sort of, it's it's like you said, like you either grow out of it or you stick to it. And if you grow out of it, if you see the other side of that wall and go, hey, like, you know, this dude's starting a rap career. 
good on you, man. Like, does it make See. you happy? Fuck yeah. Does it affect me? No. So go for it, yep. mate. Do whatever makes you happy. And I think once you get to that point where I think you, once you put yourself out there like we do and you're a little bit more vulnerable, you're like, you know, people might not like Vulnerability doing, is the key, I reckon. Yeah, that's yeah, it, man. When, that's people are too safe nowadays. People want to be safe. Even the way they communicate and they sort of argue they're all online so they don't they don't have that face to face like even when you go to work like you know i obviously i'm a teacher so like we do a lot of communication via email yeah i love it man it's the greatest job in the world that's awesome yeah man but at the same time it's like you know people are very confident over email to be like oh you did this wrong you did this and then if you go up to them and be like hey like i saw your email i'm really sorry like i pre I, i i didn't do that i fucked up that's on me but that communication of you know, talking to someone in person, you get more, it's vulnerable. You, they're vulnerable. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to G up on you because they're vulnerable. They're in a space where they're like, I need to defend myself here with, you know, uh, an adult conversation. And yeah, now sudden, in front of this real life person. Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm not saying you go up to him and be like, Oh, what'd you fucking say to me? You're like, Hey, you had a problem. You know, I'm sorry. It's, I fucked up, but like, yeah. I just want you to know, I'm sorry. And then all of a sudden they're vulnerable and they go, yeah, look, I'm sorry too. My, it's amazing you see, you know, the, the nicest people can be the biggest dicks online, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, um, I think it, yeah, I was actually had a conversation with this last week to a friend, like just a conversation because me and another friend, like we just got into like a shitty little argument over messages, you know, and I was like, I was pretty upset about it, you know, like I didn't want, to feel how I did and I didn't want that person feeling how they did. And I went to my really logical friend and he's like just the king of logic. And I knew straight away he was a person to go talk to about it. And I said, look, um, me and this person got into a bit of a blue over messages, rah, rah, rah. Like I gave him the rundown about what happened and that. And he just, he just said, he was like, why didn't you just call him or something? Like, or why didn't you just yeah, like, like talk, yeah. just, just talk to him. And then talk it through. He, he was, he was just like, if you said what you said at the start and they heard your tone, none of that would have happened. Like yeah. they, it's, it's, it's just hard because you can't pick tone over text and that. So like, yeah, hundred percent face to face is so good because everyone like you're there. It's the moment, you know, if you read an email, you might've just read one that pissed you off and then you carry that yeah, energy over to replying exactly, to another man. one. Yep. And then you're like, Brr, and then like, so angry you might have screenshotted that sent it to a friend they're angry about it you're angrier about it now and then like yeah all of that could have been avoided if you if you were just face to face having that so exactly that's what we could take away from this is it's important to try i don't know i guess if you do feel that emotion initially maybe stop for a second i'm more just talking i'm just learning myself here next time i'm in that situation where i'm reading something that might irk me a bit or i might think it's worded a bit different or, or i don't agree with it i might step back a bit and and just pretend it's a verbal conversation and maybe try to pick some different tones maybe even try read it in a nice tone you know something like that yeah. that might help me understand where the person's coming from and have have less of these altercations happen yeah man for sure for sure and i think yeah that's one thing i feel like we're almost coming full circle like we're, we've become so online but yet like, I don't know if you felt this through isolation, through this whole sort of turning a positive on the whole COVID-19 thing is the fact that, you know, I, I've been sort of craving that like, you know, physical, um, 
communication. So like, you know, even doing this, yeah. man, like this is great. I love doing this. This feels good. But man, <laughs> I would have fucking loved to have you come in to like the studio oh, and fucking done that. So I'm 100% going to fucking record this, like do another one. We'll do another one down the track. But like that. Coming out at this bar one day. Coming out at me bro, bar. Fucking. <laughs> I, mate, I'm just like my, my business brain is going now. You need to do something in that bar i don't care if it's like you record you and a couple of the other boys having a chat about music like you know like 15 minutes of music chat or yeah. something got to be done in that bar bro i fucking like everything in it is so awesome man it's um yeah it, it's fucking sick but like sort of that's i guess with you with with your interviews man you, you know it's easy to shoot someone a question for like your blog and be like hey can you reply to this but you yeah. putting the band on the spot once again it sounds shit like i mean but they're vulnerable they they they're yeah. on the same level as you and you're just chatting to them as a person and they're able to give you honesty sort of a proper chat than this fabricated sort of response to a question which is why what you're doing is so amazing with these bands it's like they they're sort of untapped they can i'm not saying like you're going to catch them out and they're going to say yeah. something stupid but you know you're getting them who they are and that's it's the raw and relatable it. and personal and like and that's the whole yeah, exactly. thing like raw and relatable um even to the point like it's cool sometimes like just the variations of where they're hosted right like so that first one was on the steps at a record store um a couple like early ones are dead set i'm sorry for this pixie she's she she runs the zoo um and like I, I used to snuck in that's actually how i met her you know and, and like and we've and we've become sort of like i don't know i'd say friends but like we, we definitely network I, or i guess i don't know she doesn't really know this but i go to her with basically all my stuff i need good mentoring on like when even if it's yeah. just like an email structure or like um how do i go about booking a band like stuff like that she like she's just always so transparent so happy to help and stuff and it's just so like the way I literally met her was I was at a it was Mountain Goat Valley Crawl I think I fucking love that festival man. that <laughs> oh, is the greatest thing that has happened to Brisbane music in so long man. and that's the amount what, of and bands, that's, that ties bro. into why the scene's so sick <sighs> the amount but of yeah. bands that I discovered from that yeah anyway sorry keep going you're right um yeah so the Good Farms were playing at the zoo and I wanted I wanted to chat to them so. Sort of just rocked up as I did with my shit. I was recording off my iPhone at the time, like, and I was literally just sort of waiting by the cur- curtain for the secchi to um, like look away or something. As soon as he looked away, I just went bang. <laughs> I just like right. snuck backstage, and Man, that's, I walked in those there. Are and, stories, like, <laughs> those are stories. Those stories when you're fucking massive. Those are stories that you're gonna <laughs> fucking tell. Like, oh yeah, this one time I snuck back. Like the secchi looked away, I fucking charged. Like that's dope, man. That's like that's old how it school started. journalism shit. Yeah, that's how it started. Like I, yeah, I busted man. in, so like I fully, I walked in, I had my phone, and then like my first thought was like, oh fuck, who's gonna hold my phone? Like I was like, I need to record this. I usually have someone like holding it, but I just snuck in, so I was like, that was my first thing. Went over and talked to um, Leroy and Kat and who are the Gooch Farms and they were just like straight away like, um, yeah, just keen. They're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it now. And I was like, oh, fuck. I sort of need, like they sat on either side of me too. And I was just like, oh, this is cool. And um, then, yeah, their manager actually held the held the camera for me. I was like, so yeah, I want to do this thing. We need to do something. And then, um, yeah, they're like, oh, I manager can. He was just like walking past. He held it up for us. And then um, 
yeah, then like Pixie came in and was like, oh, what's going on? And, you know, and I always sort of started it when I was, when I was sneaking back and like doing it that way. I'd always go in and go, look, I'm not meant to be here. And I'd just tell them exactly what happened. I'd just say, look, I'm not meant yeah. to be here. I'm doing this thing. I snuck in. If, if I have to go, that's cool. Otherwise, I'd fucking really love to chat to you, you know. And they were always just stoked. They're just like, yeah, let's fucking do it. So, yeah. Man, that's unreal, man. I, I love hearing that. And to hear that about, excuse me, too many beers. To hear <laughs> that about, like, just local bands that they're so and I'm not I'm not advocating for everybody to do what you do. Okay. You're a professional. You're Me a neither. professional. <laughs> You've been in the business for a while now. <laughs> but um I love I love that. Like there was a time man at Splendor and I think we were watching Junies and all of a sudden out of nowhere I, I was like crowd surfing and I got dropped and all I see the only person to pick me up, I see this big fucking fluffy white head of hair. It was Benny from fucking this from Skeggs. <laughs> and literally, I just looked at him. I was like, dude, you're the only one that ever picked that picked me up. And he looked at me like, and he just looked at me with, and I just, it was the first moment that I was like, one, you're a fucking ripper bloke. But two, we're the same. You love Junies. I love Junies. Yeah. Just because, you, you know, that, that feeling of like, you know, and you get it too when you when you interview the bands. You're like, you guys are just like me. It's just you're right. on the different side of the stage. Like we're yeah, all fans. like I, you always see like we we're talking about James earlier, James Tidwell from Soho, and like you always see Bro. him and Luke Ugh. Henry at gigs. Like you, you Mate, always see him. In I'll the tell crowd, you, fucking. Love I'll tell it. you why I love James so much. Okay. Yeah. I've go. seen James twice in in person. Right. First yeah. time. Was at uh, Splendor. I, it was fucking late at night. I was blind. I saw it. My girlfriend was like, oh, is that the guy from Violent Soho? I went, holy fuck. And I literally <laughs> was so drunk. I just fanboyed out. I was like, oh, I'm, I yeah. can't talk right now. He came over, literally came over, put his arm around me. And I, oh, I've got the photo, but I might put it up on this fucking thing. But anyway, yeah. um, he Send literally was anyway. just like, yeah, it. bro, I'll send <laughs> it. He literally put his arm around me and he said, Mate, if you love Soho, I love you. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> and then after that, I got drunk again at a Dear Seattle concert <laughs> at Crowbar. And he oh, was nice. there. And this is the moment where I knew he was the nicest dude ever. Yeah. I was pissing and he took a piss. And then I finished, was washing my hands and I was waiting for him. And then he came over and he was like, how you doing, mate? I was like, dude... I don't know if you remember me, but I took a photo with you at Splendor and I just wanted to say that you're the nicest guy I've ever met. And like, he, he was all, some fucking blind dude in a t- public toilet talking to him. He had all right to be like, mate, can you leave me alone? But he was like, oh, dude, I really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for everything. Like, yeah. I love the fact that you love... Vi-. And I was just like, you don't get that in... Like, I, I don't know another genre of music genuine, besides that sort bro. of... Man, they're just so nice. People. And I'm just like, they're you're so famous. People. Like, you don't need to do this to me. I'd love you regardless. But I was just like, fuck, you're the, you're the fucking man. Like, you know what I mean? It's cool. So, you know, Dear Seattle is signed to Domestic Lala, mm-hmm. and that's James's record label. And, yeah, like, man. It's, it's just Greatest so cool. Greatest thing ever. Yeah. It's so cool how, like, again, talking about how everything ties in, and it's just cool that, you know, James has made it in a band, and now he has that platform and has the resources, I suppose, to now help other bands, you know? And that's, that's what I mean. He, like, he's such a genuine person in um, just being a great fan of music and 
doing shit like that. And it's really cool to see him like, yeah, using his resources and that to yeah, man. make these Just other bands back. known to us. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't fucking have heard about this Seattle if it, if it wasn't for that. I went and saw him. Oh, yeah. It was that Crowbar. I wonder if it was the same show. I don't know. I reckon it was, it was they'll, the they'll, same show, they'll, man. It was they'll... fucking loose as. It was yeah. so packed. Um, and, Bro, you know why it's hard to tell? Because we all look the same. Everyone that listens to that music <laughs> all looks like it. Literally, everyone looks like you and me, man. My girlfriend came with yeah. me. She's like, "Everyone looks like you," and I was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> I actually had to check before. I was like, "Fuck, why am I wearing a beanie?" And then I was like, "Oh wait, <laughs> that's the other dude." <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I'll just say about earlier. We we're talking about sneaking into stuff. So yeah, man. Um, yeah, I do not advocate advocate it either is that the word um yeah yeah i get what you but, mean but i also you know like i'm also gonna not tell anyone not to do it sort of thing um yeah but one thing one thing i did learn what i do want to say is when i was starting out like everyone when they start out i was naive there were fucking shit loads of shit i didn't know i'm, I'm still in that boat like i've just yeah if anything i've learned better etiquette surrounding this stuff so like one thing i know now to do is like Oh, like one thing that never even crossed my mind, and I'm so glad that experience happened out there. And I met Pixie there, and she was so welcoming. You know, this dude who just stuck in to fucking talk to a band at playing at her venue. Um, yeah, I was really lucky that was she was so welcoming. But that was something I never ever thought about. Like I didn't think yeah. about who's who I might have affected by sneaking in. Like that wasn't in my head at all. Like like you know that manager might want to get that band they need to catch a flight in an hour, you know, they don't have yeah. the time for this interview, you know, and the band themselves might have forgot that the manager's out there waiting for him or something. Like I just, I just had fucking no idea about yeah, man. all the different strings attached. So like, yeah. I guess I've learned better etiquette now to where um, sometimes if it's like a new venue or something, like I'll even just give them a heads up like, Hey, um, this band's playing here. Not sure if they mentioned anything. I'll be coming in at this time. Like I just try and give give people like especially the venues or maybe even the managers or something like that just a heads up or at the very yeah. least and that's something i never even considered you know like you just think yeah it's and just it's fun. that like, i guess it's, it's that yeah it's that learning like you know you're always gonna learn and i guess i guess the different and i'm not trying to make an excuse for you because i know like look, let's be real you fu- you you fucked up in that like you did sneak in <laughs> and you were like you said you're naive but Right. You did yep. go in there. You went in there with the right, in- like you didn't go in there because you're like, oh man, I want to party with Gooch Palms. Like we're bored. Like we're together. Like oh, I know. Yeah. You went in there because you wanted to give them something. You gave them a product. You gave them something that they can use. Like they can repost the tin wag footage. Like I guess what anyone needs to know and understand and. I think it comes and, and sort of you would resonate with this is, you know, it looks very casual. It looks very like, oh, you know, we're just a couple of boys hanging out. But I guess I'm not saying we're professionals, but like there's a lot of preparation that goes into this. Like don't, oh, like, yeah. no, I, I want people to understand, like don't think we just go into this or I just go into this. Like look at me with you. Like, bro, I stayed up all night watching your video. So I knew, even though I knew you, just because I wanted to be a refresher, man. Again. Like it's it's good to refresh yourself anyway. Yeah, and and that's it, the thing too. Like we all sort of go in there. Like you know, you would have done your research. You would have been prepared. You would have done everything. And like like I said, I'm not saying do it, but preparation is everything. And if you want to do yeah. something, you got to do it a hundred percent. 
easily. Yeah, give it, give it, like, give it your all. Like, there's no point yeah. not giving it your all. And like, yeah. even to the point, you're so right. So like, um, yeah, like even when you were helping me set up Zoom, like I had not, I had not done Zoom until now, and it's so cool. Like even just through the week, you were so helpful. Like. I guess, yeah, a lot of people wouldn't understand that kind of preparation. Mate. We've been chatting nah, for about a week. We're all the like... same, man. We're all the same. We're all on the same platform. We're all humans. We all have our own fucking, you know, things that we have to deal with. Like, the amount of times I'll ask someone for a podcast and they'll be like, look, man, I'm not that comfortable. And, like, you know, I could be a real asshole and be like, oh, bro, like, fucking just do it. But, you know, I, you got to be respectful of, you know, yeah. other people's sort of thoughts. And I think making people comfortable, like, you know, I could have been like, not that I would have been because that's not me, but I could be like, oh, man, he's taking too long. Fuck it. Like some people would do that. Yeah. But being that like you you want you want everyone to be comfortable. You want everyone to be like, you know, even when you went in and interviewed Gooch Palms, like you didn't go in like, oh, fucking g'day guys. Like, fuck. Like you made yeah. them comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you made them comfortable enough that they let their manager hold your phone. Like, yeah, that's fucking wild, man. If anything, I was probably borderline submissive. Like I knew I wasn't meant to be there. I knew yeah. like if I if they didn't want me there, I'm fucking you'll never see me again. Like that that yeah. was just how I always had it going into it. Like I sorta I wanted it so like I wanted it badly enough to do it, but then like to to know that if there's any sort of um, uh, like feathers ruffled or anything like that. I got to get out of there. Like, I, I do not want to take away from their craft or take away from their experience. Or like, yeah, you, you just you just never know. So you, you do have to be cautious yeah. of people's feelings and, and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. It's probably good that you actually said that, so we don't have a million people trying to break into the zoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, I was fucking naive. <laughs> I knew jack yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, man. But but that's I like I like the the fact that you're transparent about that. So many people would just sort of, I guess, how would I say it? They just sort of play the role of like, oh, you know, like I, I was meant to be there. Like, of course, but that raw honesty of like, fuck man, I snuck in. I shouldn't have been there, but like I, I did what I wanted to do. Like that transparency yeah. for your audience, people are like, hey, this fucking dude's just like me. Like this dude <laughs> is just, just a regular bloke who loves yeah. music. Like, pretty much all of us like we're all just you know every time i get someone on my podcast is just it's someone who i genuinely like and who i want i want them to have a platform where they can go like where people can go hey like these guys are fucking awesome like why am i sort of not listening to them or for you it's like why am i not listening to their music they're, they're such good guys yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I f- yeah I'm gonna I'm just I'm gonna send you pictures of all the different shit I have in the bar like once we get off this. So I'm gonna yes, actually bro. show you because so I, I reckon you're just gonna genuinely froth it. Um, oh man. Bro, if you ever wanna have a tin wag at that fucking bar, even though I don't fucking do any music, I would love a tin wag. I'm keen. I'm keen. Done Let's deal. do it. Let's fucking oath, man. We'll do it when when ISO is done because I want to get you in again because we are I'm conscious of time, we are coming up to an hour, but I don't I'm, do I wanna get you. Oh bro, we can go the only downside is my fucking airpods are gonna fucking die soon so that's, that's okay that's okay um yeah yeah definitely let's 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 do this again for sure Fuck once yeah. we can actually once we can visit each other in person let's put that vulnerability yes. to the test bro let's let's go to gigs let's go to gigs yes i want it well crowbar turning it uh, bright side taking over crowbar so we've got a bigger venue now yes uh, i do miss the iconic attic in oh not really the attic i call it the basement in crowbar but 
I'm very excited. It was excited. cool. It was just that like that typical dive bar, like or not, not typical. Yeah, that's bro. probably not the right word, but like it was like that. that oh, what is the word? That, gross. that really, yeah, it's a, not. <laughs> but I, I like just, it. Can you say dirty <laughs> in a really positive way? That's like a dirty I mullet. I wouldn't like a dirty bro, mullet. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to change it. It is. It is what it is. It's. It's so good. I've, I've that and two bars. I just I love and I can't wait to go back to would be Greaser and Crowbar. I love both. Yes. Fuck yeah. The, uh, the whole vibe around Greaser just being underground. Like you got the frames on the wall. The band's playing at like you know. There's no stage. It's just they're playing at your level. Like, yeah. Oh man. It's like a house party nearly. Yes. Exactly right, man. It's um, so good. Bro. Just quickly, how long did you say we have left? You cut out a little bit. Or like, oh, sorry, man. I said. Uh, we got two minutes till the hour, but bro, <laughs> I don't mind. We we could probably cut it off at, at an hour and then pick things up in person, bro. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's do yeah. that because I'll, I'll, I, um, yeah, I've still got a fair bit to talk about. So, bro, yeah. let's go. Fuck it. Who cares? I can go forever. All right. All right. Just quickly. Like, ju- I just wanted to say about, um, it's just, it's just crazy in these two years, like coming from hitting people up at a record store and like fucking like sneaking into, venues and stuff like that to now it's at a point where like managers email me and and they line everything up like it's so it's still fucking dude, surreal to me that's so that, fucking cool but that's like hard man, work like, man it's you've like, done the like grind michael, dude. like michael michael is um selfish sons manager down in sydney i believe and like like yeah like he hit me up he's like hey there's this brisbane band selfish sons like like gives me a, like lets me know about like what music they've recently done or like what tour they've recently done or their their soon-to-be tour schedule and just stuff like that it's so surreal like i don't know like i guess in a way at the moment i just for myself like i'm seeing the different ins and outs of that stuff which was what i originally like wanted to start with and now i'm getting to like meet these people face to face and it's so cool being involved with that like yeah it's just crazy got coming from like sneaking into venues and chatting to people off the bat to fucking dead set having managers of bands tee up interviews with me. Yeah. Like, that, like do you, mind, even do you, you hit feel... me up, bro. Just oh, like, bro, bro I've, you, I've been you... meaning, to, yeah, oh. I've been meaning to do it for ages, man. Don't, don't even like, you were one of the first ones, but like it sort of took off a little bit and I sort of had people like, I'm not toot my own horn, but I had a lot of people contacting me and I kind of had yeah. a lot of people on and then it finally got to a lull where I was like, yes, I can finally so I, and I'm not taking anything. I'm I'm not taking anything away from the people who contacted me. No, I no, love no, them. They no con- they contacted me for a reason because they love my platform, and I have been like you know commenting and reaching out to them. But to be able to just go sick, I've got free time. I want to reach out to this bloke and have that happen. Like, man, I was I'm stoked, stoked, man. man. I fucking like when I, I when your inbox come through, and I'm just like, holy fuck, I'm gonna be on a podcast. Like, I'm just like that. This Dude, is probably the most surreal it, moment. Yeah, today. Like, and I straight away screenshotted that and sent that to mum. I was just like, mum, check this out. This is fucking bro. Sick. That's dope, yeah. man. Well, so, ex- likewise, so it was tell the blokes it at was, work when I get home. Right, <laughs> it was the reverse the too, man. I was so I was so happy when you were like, fuck yeah. Like, isn't that funny? We're fucking sitting here, we're having a gay out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. with hey, it. Um, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna ask you, man, and I think it's as it's sort of growing, like it's probably gonna be very similar to the answer that I give. But do you feel as though when you're getting to that? point where managers are contacting you you feel almost a little bit extra pressure now that sort of 
Like, do you, do you feel that like yeah. subconsciously? Like you feel like, oh shit, like yeah, they definitely. want me to do this. So I need to perform. Like how, how does, how are you dealing uh, with that? Probably not, probably not in that sort of way. Like, but there's definitely that extra, it's, it's a good feeling of pressure. Like I, I feel like it's yeah. good. It's that, it's that, holy shit, this is fucking legit now. It's like, holy fuck. Like, um, you know, someone's, someone somewhere heard about me. Like it, it it's just that extra, I don't know, like, if anything, it drives you to want to do better. It drives you to want to really, 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 really fucking deliver for that band because, you know, someone's heard about you somewhere. Like, yeah, it does. It, it puts a pressure on. Yeah, and I, I don't think I ever feel like I, I need to, oh, how do I word this? Like deliver a certain, I don't know, like a generic standard or anything like that. Like I just feel yeah. like, I need to, I just, I just take it as a personal challenge nearly every time. And I just say, look, yeah. cause like I could be swamped in day to day life, whatever. And I just go, nah, I'm doing this and I'm giving it my all, you know, like, like you said earlier, like research, what tour they're in, what singles they dropped recently. Like sometimes I get sent, sometimes I get sent stuff that isn't released yet. That's fucking unreal. And like, that's fucking wild, man. That's it is so wild. Cool. And you know, what's <laughs> cool about that man is, it's the trust in that because not like they, there's no way they would release that sort of shit to sort of like, you know, someone like, I don't know, they might, but like, you know, a triple J or RIP, but channel V when it was yeah. around, but like they wouldn't release that to them because that would be too much of a gain for those guys to be like, Hey, we just got this release, so, this new release song from so-and-so. Yeah. But for you, like they obviously have so much trust to go, Hey, this guy's a good bloke. He's going to do the right thing. He's going to see this song and then like sort of hype it up as it's yep. like about to be properly released. Like that's such a compliment for you, man. Well, you're honestly probably like the third person I've even told that happened to. Like it's like, it's like such a, yeah. Yeah. You're probably like the third person I've even told that. But that's sort that's of like a testament to. to you, man. You don't need, <laughs> you don't need that like sort of clout. You don't need that. No. Oh, look at me. It's like when you I don't want it bro clean. that would put pressure on me that would make that's shit it. hard I'd when be you're like, fuck like this person thinks i'm that person but i'm just this person like no nah. that's it man when you're, <laughs> when you're truly doing something that you know we you know you were saying you like we talk about money and like i talk about money and like have a laugh about it for, but for me man i didn't give a fuck like you're probably the same we got jobs we got we can pay the bills but to be able to talk like for me to sit down with connor from bugs or sit down with like someone who owns a clothing label or someone who to sit down with that person, dude, that's worth all the money in the world. Like I don't give a yep. fuck about making money, but having this connection with someone who is, you know, like who's someone who you always wanted to talk to. Like there's so many people that are like, Oh, I'd love to sit down with this person. If we get big enough, man, we get, we get that. We get to just sit yep. down like time. Time is, you can't equate time to money. Time is no. so much more than money. And if Fuck I have yeah. an hour, yeah. if I have an hour <laughs> with someone who I look up to and well, I so really similar. appreciate, bro, it's so much better. It's so much better than getting paid. I don't give a fuck. Money nah. makes money does nothing. But time is the time. valuable thing. Time is so valuable. Oh god, That's I can't believe you said that. That's like how I fucking makes a lot of decisions. Really, like I think about, I don't know, even something really simple like whether I want to get food delivered today you know i'll like think i'll be like oh it's nine dollars delivery i'm like it's gonna take me half an hour to like drive there and shit it's like actually my time's worth more than that nine dollars i'll get it delivered like that's like a really yeah, basic example man. but yeah oh my god yeah i've never yeah when you said that that just hit me fuck yeah time, yeah man time i'm glad so i'm glad 
but you know what that that sort of to me that sort of signifies like i always there's always going to be people that want to make money out of things but yep. to hear someone that goes hey man no i just love what i do like i guess it come i guess for me it stems from my job like you know i teach kids like i pretty yep. much imprint on them sort of like you know how to be humans like my time with them is invaluable like i don't care how much i get paid but to be able to put kids in the right direction and i'm not saying i know the answers and that i'm fucking a genius but to sort of imprint on them just like good values like that's worth so much more than what i get paid man i'd do it for free if i could and i'm not just saying that because it's like oh i want to look like a good guy like 100 percent, man i'd just be like fuck it you're making you're doing good in the world why the fuck would you care about the money it's hard to be because you're in like we're all in that position where money is a thing so like it's fucking we all need to survive and like it would be so cool to just be able to run with our real passions but unfortunately yeah, that that is oh hang on hang on you drop you're dropping out a bit <laughs> yeah I'll just oh there you go you're back you're back oh you're back you're back you're back <laughs> It's all good. Going. I um, yeah, bro. Don't stress. Uh, it's probably is it mine? Hang on. It's, got, it's all good now. It's good now. There we go. We're good now. We're good now. Um, yeah. That <laughs> it's no stress. No stress about that, bro. I just I just cut out that little little zen bit. That's all good. Um, yeah. But fuck yeah, man. It's it's so like we said at the start of the podcast. Doing full circle. It's so good to meet people who are similar like who value yeah. the same things and and i think the cool thing about this podcast with you is i know we spoke obviously spoke about tins of gigs but the best thing about this is people see you like people see you, the <laughs> guy that runs the page they're like hey this dude's oh. fucking awesome like why i need to be around yeah exactly man fuck i love it bro um but yeah hey i might uh we might uh slow we it down because Bro, yeah. I know because, and I'm not saying that because I've got other shit like more. I'd fucking, if I had it my way, I'd talk all night, man. But I reckon good. let's fucking pencil another one in when we're in person because I want to literally sink a few more tins. Yes, please. When restrictions are lift. Yeah, fuck oh, yeah. I'm inviting you around. Wait. I'm coming to see Dude, you. Tin wags. Tin wags. A hundred percent, bro. I'll be there. I will fucking be there beautiful and, uh, anyway man um before but I, i'll probably keep you on the line um yeah just uh, but i'll i'll uh hit the record but i'll stop the record button but um where can people find you i want you to go ham how are we gonna make tins and gigs the biggest fucking music brand in Ooh. brisbane go like wh- where can all we find right you? so instagram tins and gigs just at tins and gigs on facebook again just tins and gigs look us up you can go tins and the little and symbol gigs or just tins and gigs it pop, shows up anyway um if you see me around especially come up and say good day or something or if you see anyone wearing a tins and gigs shirt or something fucking that's a Bro, good way i need to, to get me one of those i need hit to them get them up Wait, we've got some long sleeves coming out oh, in a month or so. so i'm getting that i'm on it and we just got a new website, which I actually fucking designed myself and did all the shit. I didn't think I'd be able to. It was actually a lot easier than it seems. <laughs> and um, can, but, can confirm, but, can confirm it is mobile friendly because I used yes. it this afternoon. Yes. So, yeah. So, www.tinsandgigs.com.au. And, yeah, you can go to all our social media shit from there too as well. So, hmm. 
I love it. And once again, can also confirm if you see him at a gig, he will be very lovely to you because my mate Curtis raved about you when he met you. He said it was, you probably don't even remember him, but he said he's the nicest bloke ever. So that was fucking awesome, man. Dude, I really appreciate you doing this. I really appreciate you spending the time to chat to me. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Guys, make, yeah, mate, let's do it again. I'm so excited. But go follow Tins and Gigs. Please get around it. I cannot, like personally, I cannot even express how many bands that I, like local Brizzy bands I've found because of you, man. I love what you do. I love you as a person. It's so great. Um, Guys, if you love Inner City Hermit, you know all the shit. At Inner City Hermit, go follow my stuff, subscribe, whatever, man. We're putting Brisbane up there. Fuck Sydney and Melbourne. Do it. Yeah, boy. (laughs) All right, brother. Thank you so much, man. Cheers.